Hello and welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. In this episode, I have the pleasure of talking to Sonia Price, a top career strategist, salary advisor, and leadership coach for mid-level corporate professionals about career strategies for engineers who are considering a transition in their engineering career. Many people say they wish they would have heard her tips much earlier in their career. You're sure to hear some excellent techniques that you can immediately apply to accelerate your career success, have more balance, and make significantly more money. I'm your host, Jeff Perry, founder of More Than Engineering, doing leadership and career coaching and helping purpose-driven engineers and technical professionals make intentional career transitions. And this is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, the first podcast dedicated to helping engineers and technical professionals with both their personal and professional development. Before we get started, I just want to mention that this is a free show and our sponsors help us to keep it free. So I would now like to recognize our sponsor for this episode, Washington State University. Washington State University's Engineering and Technology Management Master's Degree program is a perfect balance of technical and managerial education that helps prepare practicing engineers for managing projects, people, and organizational systems. As one former student noted, the knowledge that I gained from the ETM program helped me become a more competent, confident engineer and manager. The program greatly impacted my career and has been a key element in my continued success. You can learn more about the engineering management profession and program at etm.wsu.edu or email them at etm at wsu.edu. Take charge of your career and reach out today. Now let's jump right in. Now it's time to jump right into the main segment of the episode. Today, I'm pleased to be talking with Sonia Price. Sonia, so great to be with you today. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Jeff. I'm really excited to be here. As we get started here, in your own words, give us a taste. Tell our listeners about who you are, what you do, what does life look like and for you on a daily basis? My name is Sonia Price. I own Dynamo Careers. So we're a full-fledged career coaching firm. And we support mid-level career professionals in pursuing their career dreams, whatever that might look like. We help people get promoted into leadership positions. We help them become experts and specialize in their field. And throughout all of that, we're looking to help ensure that people are building a very comprehensive and strategic career roadmap for themselves and that they're always tracking with their short and long-term career goals which includes things like finding meaningful work, you know, having work that matches your values and is more in alignment with who you are as a person and what you stand for in this world. And also, of course, receiving significantly higher income, which is a good reason to you know, continue to progress your career path is to make more income, but also achieve the kind of responsibility and the scope that you'd like to have throughout your career. This is a fun conversation because we do some similar things in helping people take these steps in your career. And so I'm curious to learn more about things. As you've noticed and everyone else has noticed, working world and employment, things are changing fast, right? Like everyone's seeing this. Millions of people with COVID and other things kind of become satisfied for one reason or another. And so this moment in their careers where they're like, hey, do I want to just kind of keep doing what I'm doing, settle here, or do I want to really go for what I want to do? and what I really want. So in your opinion, what would you say, like, is now the time for people to be implementing this strategic career plan? 
And what are some of the stats that maybe some of our engineers could be thinking about as they consider what's next for them? It's always a good time. I truly believe that it is always a good time. The last two years of the pandemic have been a little bit funky in the world, right? So if you've wanted to just hold on to your, your current job for the last two years, totally understand that. You really need to be thinking of your career as a comprehensive strategy. And do you have that roadmap in place? And are you taking serious actions toward that? And are you tracking to your long-term career goals? At this moment in time, the job market is hot, hot, hot because a lot of companies had hiring freezes during at least the initial stages of the pandemic. And because so many people have been working from home, the new hire rate slowed over the last two years. But because of the great resignation, which I think there's a lot of buzz happening around that right now, many employees have either quit or taken a new position elsewhere. So there's a big upheaval happening in the job market right now. So there are tons of job openings if you're at a point in time that you're thinking about making a transition in your career, I think this is an excellent time to do it because employers are definitely seeking for top talent for all of these open roles. And if you know how to position yourself in the right way, I think this could be an excellent opportunity to make a jump into you know, something bigger and better and something that might utilize your skill set or help challenge you and grow you in ways that maybe you've been yearning for for a while. Of course, if you want to make more money, oftentimes one of the best ways to achieve a significant increase in your income is to change jobs and go to a new organization. But, you know, data just shows us the best and easiest ways to make a significant jump in your overall income. What are some of the stats that maybe engineers could be thinking of? Engineers love numbers, right? So give us some numbers <laughs> that might help us understand what's really going on here. If people have not already quit their job, there's um, 50% of the workforce. Half of the workforce right now is considering changing or doing something different. So when I say upheaval, there is a big upheaval happening right now. Resignation, we've all heard of the great resignation. Like resignation rates are up by 10 to 15% more than like 2019. So before the pandemic, people were still resigned and somewhat cynical at that point in time too. But we've had an increase of 10 to 15%. And there's a big after effect or aftermath that comes with that too. So, you know, if dissatisfied workers are quitting or leaving their job, but there's nobody new in place to fill that role yet, then the people who are still there are having to take on a more significant workload to make up for someone who has moved on or even just the transition. Even if you are able to get somebody new in place, it always takes, you know, 30, 60, 90 days, sometimes even longer to get somebody fully on board and operating at the same capacity or the same level that the previous person was operating in. Over the last two years, there's just been a higher level of burnout. So we have the 21% increase in burnout. These are significant rates when we really think about how the workforce has changed, how our mindset has changed, how we're starting to look at our work, what's really meaningful to us, and you know, what do we want in our career, and what do we want in our life? Yeah, so you talked about some of these things, about burnout and other things. Are there any other factors you think are really pushing this right now that's causing employees to quit, resign, or look for something different? So many of us have had the opportunity to work from home over these last two years, there's a number of things that like most people are happier 
working from home. Now it's not true across the board, you know, cause some of us it's, it's actually more chaotic working from home, but I think most people are actually happier working from home. We have more time to spend with our loved ones, more time at home. If you have a family at home, more time with family or more time with friends. And there are a number of factors that contribute to that. If you do work from home, employees are saving an average of 10 to 60 minutes and the additional energy of getting ready for work every day. So you're adding on, you know, up to an hour of your day that you used to have to do. If you did, if you have had the ability to work from home or you have had that, you know, you're saving up to an hour of your day right there. Not only that, but you might be saving up to another hour a day per commute. The average commute time is 54 minutes, you know, and sometimes more, sometimes less, but that's like almost two hours right there that you've just shaved off of your previous workday. Additionally, workers are saving an average of $3,000 to $8,000 a year just from not eating out as much. Also, when you think about the amount of money that you're contributing to gas and car maintenance, like, you know, we're saving money, we're saving time. So these are some of the things that are contributing to people being happier working from home. But not only that, there's actually fewer distractions. And the meetings that we do have tend to be a little bit more on point. They tend to be more focused because if everybody's operating on a conference call or a Zoom call, you got to stay focused and you got to keep people's attention because there could be other distractions happening at home. So our meetings need to be on point and we need to make sure that, you know, we're staying focused on the things that really matter. So there's a lot of different factors here, especially for those who have that opportunity to work from home and a lot of benefits there for people who really enjoy that. So we talked about earlier that the job market is like really hot at the moment, especially for employees. So engineers who are listening here, what should they be aware of during these times if they're exploring new career paths and how that matches with the market and availability and options that they can take here? There are a lot of opportunities out there right now, but you also want to make sure that you are positioning yourself in the right way for the roles that you want. You know, So if you're looking to make a significant upgrade in your career, then you need to make sure that you're positioning yourself in the right way. This is actually a very common challenge or a common mistake that I see a lot of job seekers make across the board, no matter what the market conditions are, is that you need to know what is that job that you're going after and are you positioning yourself in the right way so that when somebody looks at your resume or your LinkedIn profile and they give it that seven-second snap judgment decision, which seven seconds is the average amount of time that a recruiter or hiring manager looks at someone's resume are you positioned in the right way? Do you have the right information on your resume and your LinkedIn profile so that someone can make that very quick assessment of, are you a good fit for this particular role that I'm hiring for? I often say this, you know, you know, that old saying like dress for the job you want, not the job you have. We need to be thinking about that when you look at your positioning in the job market. So when someone looks at your resume, do they see you as someone who is quote unquote dressed for the job that you're applying for, or is your resume simply this historical record of every single job that you've ever held in the minutia detail of you know, what your responsibilities were? So we need to make sure that how you're positioning yourself, it is recent, relevant experience, and they can immediately see, yes, this person is qualified. Yes, this person is competent. Yes, I want to talk to this person. 
I just want to take a quick break here and once again recognize our sponsor for this podcast episode, Washington State University. The Engineering and Technology Management Program at Washington State University is a systematic approach to professional development for practicing engineers to shift from fully technical positions into leading technical employees and systems. A fully online master's degree program, students take classes at night and often implement class lessons in their positions at work before the next class. Learn more about a master's degree in engineering and technology management at etm.wsu.edu or email them at etm at wsu.edu. Take charge of your career and reach out today. So you're talking a lot about positioning and, and how we're presenting ourselves. Can you give us any thoughts on how can an engineer think about, okay, I'm looking at this particular job that seems like taking me on a career path that I would be interested in. It's maybe different from what I'm doing now, but it's towards the path that I want to get to. What are some of the things that you might help them consider or think about to help them position for this next opportunity that they're trying to move towards? First and foremost, you kind of want to do a skills analysis to say, okay, I'm reading this job description. Here's the things that they're looking for. Do I have that experience? And if I don't have that experience, how can I position myself in such a way that it shows that I do have that experience or I have similar experience? So you want to find ways that you can leverage your past-based work experience, but reframe it in a really meaningful or relevant kind of way. So if you're trying to shift industries or you're trying to move to a different type of organization that you've never worked for before, maybe that new industry uses different jargon. So can you go through your resume and figure out like, oh, am I positioned for this new industry? Or are they going to look at my resume and are they going to pigeonhole me and say, oh, looks like this person has only worked in this specific type of field. I'm looking for someone who has broader skill set or a more specialized skill set for this particular industry or this particular company organization, the role, the different types of projects that we're looking for. Sometimes you need to know how to transition the, your language so that you're showcasing that you do have the skills and you are competent. So you kind of want to do a skills assessment, make sure that you have the skills. If you don't, how can you reposition yourself so it looks like you have those skills? Because here's the thing. Most jobs are not rocket science. Now, you know, some engineers are the, rocket scientists. I, I was just going to say, <laughs> you had to give me a chance there, but I was just going to say like, now, in the engineering world, that is important, right? So you don't want to take on a job that you could end up blowing something up if you're not fully qualified for it, right? The rest of the community will thank you for it. Very few jobs actually require like that level of skill set. There are many jobs out there that if you were to transition into something new and different, could you figure it out within the first couple of weeks or months on the job? Probably. And there's always going to be that learning curve with a new job anyways. So it's not like, you know, day one, you're going to be expected to come in and perform at the level of somebody who's already been doing that same thing for a couple months or years. You just want to, you know, showcase that you are competent and that you can do the job. You already have the skill set to do it. And if and wherever possible, you may need to think about how you're languaging your skill set so that you can go after those roles that you really want. There's one way that sometimes I'll share with people and curious what you think about this is like trying to get in the mind of the people who are, you know, have this job opportunity and consider what's the problem they're trying to solve. 
if there's a job opportunity to be had, then there's a problem that needs to be solved. Can you be the person that has the skills to solve that problem and deliver the value that they're trying to deliver? And how can you, as you talk about, present yourself, position yourself that shows that you have those skills to bring to the table to do Mm -hmm. that? Now, something that, that I hear from a lot of people as well, I'm curious your thoughts on this, is, hey, if I go look at a job description and it has like all of these required skills, do I need to meet every single one of those to the letter in order to feel confident that I could potentially be in the running for that? Or is there a little Mm. wiggle room there? Great question. I am such a fan of always progressing in your career and always going after stretch roles, because if you don't take on stretch roles, how are you ever going to grow your skill set? You have to ask yourself, what's the worst that would happen? You know, if I apply for this job, could I get rejected? Yes, absolutely. But that could happen for any job that you apply for. And you may or may not know why. Why not go ahead and throw your name in the hat and see what happens? If you see the skill set listed there, and the thing is, is like, if you see this and you see it repeatedly across all the different jobs that you're looking at, if you see the same skill set show up over and over and over again, is that something maybe you want to look at? Do you need an extra certification? Does it make sense to, you know, get trained in that specific skill? Probably. But if you're seeing it on like one or two jobs, or it's kind of an ad hoc thing, it shows up a little bit here, it shows up a little bit there. Are there other ways that you could quickly gain that experience? and feature it on your resume? Or is it absolutely a true requirement for that job? Because sometimes employers actually have a hard time finding people who are fully qualified. So then they're starting to look for, okay, well, who's the most qualified? And if it's something that's really, truly important to them, and they can't find that skill set in the marketplace, they're probably going to be willing to train you to you know, get that skill set. Now, we were talking a lot about earlier about this great resignation Mm -hmm. and how in many ways, though, like for engineers and people in their careers, it's a great opportunity. It's a great time to make some of these big changes. So how can we think about turning this great resignation into maybe for even just each individual, a transformative or transformation opportunity for them? Let's rebrand it instead of the great resignation. Let's have it be the great transformation. Right. And that can happen at an individual level. And then hopefully that can also happen at a more national or global level as well. Here's what I think of with that is that your happiness and your career satisfaction is really your responsibility. I would love it if every boss, you know, or mentor is like, see, you're kind of becoming a little bit stagnant in your career. Like, here's some things you might want to think about. However, I think that very rarely happens. And if it does happen, then you have excellent mentors. You have excellent people who are really looking out for you. It's up to each of us to really create our own career trajectory. And so what I encourage you to do in order to transition your current state into a great transformation is really get serious and look and do an inventory of your career of like, Where are you feeling satisfied? Where are you not feeling satisfied? And what are the things that need to change? And what would give you that greater sense of fulfillment or satisfaction? So one thing that I do with my clients is I actually have a a whole list of things of what we want to be thinking about to have greater satisfaction in your career. So we actually go through that entire list and we start to look at things and pay attention to, okay, what does career satisfaction look like for you? When we look at your compensation, what's your ideal compensation? 
when we look at the type of work environment, what's the type of work environment that you want to be in? How's your relationship with your current manager? How's your relationship with your coworkers? How do you want that to be moving forward? You know, what's the type of product or service offering that you want to be in support of? Do you have that now? Or is there something else out there that could be a greater fit for you? So I kind of liken this to, I'm sure everyone listening here has gone on a date at some point in time. You're looking for your partner. And maybe you made a list of what you were looking for in that ideal mate. You want somebody who's whatever it is, whatever it is for you, right? You want them to be good looking, funny, rich, whatever it might be, right? Then you have to think about your job the same way. Okay, well, I'd like to have a higher level of income. Where is going to help? What are the right types of positions or the right industry or the right organizations that can make that possible for me? Without going into too much detail on it, it's really doing this comprehensive inventory of where are you at in your career right now? Where do you want to be going towards? And then what are the specific actions or specific areas that you could adjust or make changes to that would give you that greater satisfaction and fulfillment? So you can have the transformation that you want and you can have you know greater happiness, not just in your career, but that also bleeds over into your life as well. Plenty of engineers and other career professionals wanting to accelerate this process. Like, hey, this is where I'm at. I'm ambitious. I want to continue forward. Like any tips you can give people to accelerate this path of success that they want to be on? Well, there's a number of different things with that, right? I mean, if it's inside your current organization, you need to make sure that the right people, and by that, I mean key decision makers and key influencers are they aware of your work? Are you getting exposure for your core projects, the results that you're producing for the organization? That is significantly important for people to be aware of that. And that needs to be happening ongoing throughout the year. If you wait until annual review time to showcase your results, it's actually too late. And I think a lot of professionals don't necessarily understand that you need to be showcasing and sharing your results all the time so that if you want to accelerate your career path internally, these are the things that need to be happening so that when an opening comes available, whether it's a promotion, moving into leadership or greater level of responsibility, whatever it is, you want them to already be thinking about you. That's internally. Looking externally, sometimes it's actually much, much, much easier to make a jump in your career when you go from one job with one company to a job with a new company. And usually you can make significantly more money if you go to a new company versus just waiting to get your annual raise or small bumps and a percentage increase with your existing organization. So as we've just finished off here, Sonia, this main part of the episode, any final piece of advice you'd want to give our engineers listening who are considering making a career move at some point this year? I think some of the greatest advice that I can give to professionals and job seekers is really learn to think about your own career like a consultant. So you really want to be approaching things from a very comprehensive viewpoint, but always keep your eye on the end goal. What are the results that you're looking to create? And then do that backwards engineering plan. You know, how are you going to put those steps in place to make it happen? So think short and long-term. Don't just be thinking about your next opportunity. You want to be thinking not just six months, one year, two years out. Be thinking three years, five years, 10 years, 15 years out. Like, where do you want to be by what point in time in your career? 
And what does that mean that you need to be working on right now? So what skill set can you be developing that's going to give you those opportunities for continual progression? And then, you know, again, get really clear cut on what are your goals? What do those results look like? And then what are the feasible opportunities that will help afford that for you? And how do you start moving in that direction now? At this point, we're going to transition into the Take Action Today segment of the show, where we'll get one more final piece of actionable advice from Sonia on how you can accelerate your career. Now I would like to recognize our sponsor for today's episode, ASME, the American Society of Mechanical Engineers. They serve a wide-ranging engineering community through quality learning, the development of codes and standards, certifications, research, conferences, publications, government relations, and other forms of outreach. Becoming a member and joining the ASME community is the most important connection a current or future mechanical engineer can make. Members can engage with various ASME sections and technical divisions led by ASME volunteers. ASME members get access to a variety of career resources to help you throughout your career, whether you're just out of school or an already seasoned professional. Search for rewarding engineering jobs on ASME's Career Center or focus on your professional development by participating in live webinars on key topics. Don't miss your chance to advance your career, enhance your professional network, and find your next ME opportunity by checking out ASME on www.asme.org. Now it's time for our Take Action Today segment of the show. Sonia, this has been a fun conversation. What's a final piece of actionable advice that you would give our listeners that they can do something about today or this week to accelerate their careers and reach their goals? Earlier, we talked about how to think like a consultant and how to approach your career. But my final piece of advice for you today is to act like a marketer. So think like a consultant, act like a marketer. And what exactly does that mean? Well, you want to be thinking about how do you create the right message to the right audience at the right time? So when you're trying to accelerate your career success, you also need to be marketing yourself. So what is the right message that you need to be delivering? Who do you need to be delivering it to? And then, you know, when and where and how do you need to be delivering that message? And that could be internal at your existing organization. So if you're looking for a promotion or you're looking for greater responsibilities, how are you going to market yourself so that those opportunities can open up for you? Or if you're looking for a new opportunity elsewhere, how are you going to get your positioning in place so that you can be relevant for whatever future opportunity that you're targeting Make sure that your message is targeted exactly in alignment with whatever that opportunity is and what they're looking for. And make sure you have everything pulled together, right? So that could be, you know, if you're looking for simple steps, get your resume ready, get your LinkedIn profile in order, or start working on, you know, your overall positioning in your pitch for how would you network with people or what are the kinds of things that you would say about yourself in an interview so that they see you as the final candidate for that particular position and that you're the one who gets the offer. Sonia, thanks so much. This has been a fabulous episode with a lot of actionable things for people to work on to take the next step in their careers. If people are interested in learning more about you and and what you do, or do you have any resources that you would share with them? If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can go to my website, dynamocareers.com. That's D-Y-N-A-M-O careers.com. 
And I also have a free gift I'd love to share with you. It's called the Does Your Work Work For You quiz. So earlier in the show, we were talking about taking that inventory or taking that assessment of your career. Where are you at right now? Where are you going? And how are you going to know that satisfaction? What is your criteria for satisfaction? So if you want to go to dynamocareers.com forward slash quiz, Q-U-I-Z, you can take a five-minute quiz. It's a really cool assessment. And in that, you're probably going to start to get some ideas of where am I satisfied or where am I lacking? And then at the end, we produce customized results for you with specific action steps that you can think that you can start to think about taking to continue to progress your career forward and really ensure that you have that comprehensive career plan, that you have a very strategic outlook on your career, both now and over the long haul, and that you're taking the exact action steps to implement this plan and get you moving forward to the career of your dreams. Well, thanks so much, Sonia. And we'll make sure those links are in the show notes for anyone who needs to get those as well. Thanks so much. Wish you nothing but fabulous success as you continue to help people in their careers. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate you having me on. I really hope you enjoyed the episode today. We would love to hear your feedback, comments, and questions. You can go to www.engineeringmanagementinstitute.org where you'll find a summary of the key points discussed in the episode, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books that we mentioned. And don't forget to check out any upcoming live webinars also at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Additionally, for any engineers who are struggling and need help taking the next career step, I've created some free training resources with an opportunity to join a more intensive program called the Engineering Career Accelerator. You can find more information at engineeringcareeraccelerator.com. Until next time, I wish you the best in all of your engineering endeavors. The strategies that you heard in this episode will be of no use to you unless you take action and start to implement them in your career immediately. To help you do that, we have designed a system that you can use at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. It combines live monthly webinars with PDHs, plus a private forum giving you access to coaches and premium content focused on helping you build your management and leadership skills. Join us for our next live webinar at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org and we'll help you engineer your own success.